Welcome to the Vans Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and we are continuing our study on sonship. I believe this is part three. If you have not heard the other parts, go back and listen to part one and part two. We are taking our time, we are going through things, and we are addressing a lot of questions and a lot of comments that people have had uh, over the last few months, the last few weeks, and really over the last few years. We are bringing back a lot of questions that people have had and trying to incorporate them into the study. Now, we're not trying to really get deep, so to speak, in this study. We are simply trying to lay a solid foundation that you can build on. Uh, we'll save the getting deep for a later study uh, or a later, you know, broadcast or maybe even a later series in a, in a service or something. I, we are just simply trying to lay a solid foundation where people can come to understand elementary biblical truths. We have a very vast audience of a lot of different understandings. We have everything from people that have never even read a single scripture in their lives to people who are doctor, have doctorates in the word of God. So, you know, you, you've got to, we've got to try to address a lot of issues in some of these. So we have different levels of, of broadcast. So this is mainly to lay a foundation. And if you feel like that you have the foundation, uh, maybe you ought to just stick around and we will give you something that will help you teach that foundation. So I want to read in first John chapter three, verse one, we're continuing our study on sonship and becoming a son of God. First John chapter three, verse one says, behold, what manner of love the father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Now there's another key. And I want you to take note of this. Behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us, comma, pause, take a breath, that we should be called the sons of God. So it's by love that we are given this. You can't get this by works alone. It's by love. See, the works, if it wasn't given by love, the works would do you no good. It's a lot like faith. See, we, we preach very emphatically that you are not saved by works, you're saved by faith. But, you know, it takes a lot of works of your faith to produce God. And the works of your faith have a lot to do with your relationship with God. So you're not, you know, Abraham was saved by his works. Works do have a, have a role, but that's not the end of the role. See, it takes the faith first. So without the love of God bestowed upon us, then no matter what works we did, we could not obtain it. Therefore, the world knoweth us not. See, look at here. This is our continuation. The world knoweth us not because it knew him not. 
Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear. See, now, this is the beginning of our walk in sonship. Now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. Why? Because they were just now moving into sonship. Just like many of you are just now moving into sonship, but it doth not yet appear what we shall be. And if you stay in that level of understanding of God, then you'll never know what you shall be. But as long as God is pulling you forward and pulling you higher and you keep going, then it will be revealed to you. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that, here it is, when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now, if you have made it to sonship, then you understand his appearing, right? You have learned how he appears all through servitude because you have served him and you have watched him appear. How does he appear? He appears in the cloud. What cloud? The cloud of witnesses. What cloud of witnesses? It's called the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones. That's where he appears in you. See, when he's made manifest in his saints, he appears in us. So behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. This will help you deal with a lot of the rejection you're going through. You ever wonder why you're, you're a loner? Somebody out there is listening that says, I was never a loner. We'll get to you. Don't you worry. We have something for you too. But there are a lot of people out there that were kind of loners and they couldn't figure out why they were always loners. The world knows you not because it knew him not. Now, what about you people that uh, were real popular? See, he was real popular because of the miracles he did. He was real popular because of the message he preached. He confounded doctors and teachers uh, in the temple when he was just uh, 13 years old. See, there are applications to his life that not one person can fulfill. Not any one person can be the fullness that he was in the flesh. It takes the whole body. We know in part and we prophesy in part. We are a many-membered body and members in particular. See? So everyone has their role. Everyone has their place. Now I want to turn over to 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. And I'm going to, let's just read in verse 3, and we'll start it right here at the top of this new subject. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things. Now, wherever you're at, I want you to just say all things. He has given me all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Now, here's the scripture I want to get to. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers. Now look at this. 
What does that word partakers mean? That you might be partakers. You might be a sharer or in fellowship or a partner or an associate or a companion, a comrade of the divine nature having escaped. Look at this. The corruption. Now, what is corruption? Decay. Ruin. And the definition in the Strong's goes on to say spontaneous or inflicted, literally or figuratively, corruption, destroy, perish. And it comes from the word that means to shrivel or wither, to pine away or to waste away, that is to spoil or to ruin by moral influences to deprive or to deprave, corrupt, defile, or destroy. Having escaped that, that is in the world. Now let's look at the word world. See, we have to define these words so that we can understand what we're reading. The word world is the word cosmos in this scripture. And it means orderly arrangement. See, there is a system of order that is arranged and impressed upon us to walk under. Now, I'm not saying to break the laws. I'm not saying to go against the ruler of your country. I'm not saying any of that. See, when Jesus was called before Pilate, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it was of this world, or if it were of this world, we would be at war. But my kingdom is not of this world. So he was under the rule of Pilate because he had just got done saying, obey the laws of the land, right? He was under the rule of Pilate. So I'm not telling you to disobey uh, the rules of your government, your natural government. But don't let that get in your head. Okay, don't let that affliction get in your head to where it controls you to the point of depression and suicide and all of these things where you grieve yourself to illness and sickness. That is part of the defiling and the decay of the orderly arrangement. Now, that orderly arrangement is not necessarily limited to world government. That orderly arrangement goes into the religious system, which is actually ordained by the same spirit that ordains world government. See, this is in fact what we call the dragon and Leviathan. These powers are working together to create a sense of government to oppose the government of the kingdom of God, which decays the will of God in your life. See, having escaped the corruption that is in the cosmos through lust. What is the lust? Well, we are all very well aware 
that world government is ruled by the lust of money. And we are all very well aware that the world government of religion is ruled by the lust of money and the lust of power. Do you see it now? And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity, which I have defined as the action of love. For if these things be in you, and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we're dealing with sonship. We're dealing with the office of sonship. And this is part of you walking in the office of sonship. You are called to be the sons of God. Chosen to be the sons of God. And that was given to you by love. But you have to receive it. You have to walk in it. And it's not cocky and arrogant. A lot of people will come to you and say that, oh, you're cocky, you're arrogant. It's not cocky and arrogant. What's cocky and arrogant is for you to reject it. Because you're too good to receive what God gave you. So don't reject it. Receive it. Walk in it. Manifest it. These are important principles to manifesting the son, this office of sonship, to manifesting the Son of God. Now, I want to take you over to another scripture. We're going to go to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. And let's go down to verse 15. Well, actually, we're going to have to we're going to have to start a little higher than that. Well, let's just start in 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Okay. With reverence. For it is God which worketh in you. Somebody say that. It is God that works in me. Both to will and and to do of his good pleasure. Good pleasure. Here's, here it is. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Verse 15. That you may be blameless and harmless. What, what does that mean? That you may be blameless. Faultless. Irreproachable. It comes from the word to find fault. See, where you can be accused of. 
harmless. What is harmless? Innocent. That you may be blameless and innocent. The sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. That's where we're at today too. Among whom you shine, here it is, as lights in the world. Holding in front of you the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. That you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke. See, this is all a process to bringing us to the state of perfection where we may be found blameless and hard. That doesn't mean that your family and relation are going to think that you are blameless and harmless. Okay. Believe me, you start preaching this stuff. People are going to find something wrong with you in their mind. But when you preach this stuff that God has given you to preach, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what they think. It matters what God thinks. Now, can God find fault in you? Are you obedient to what he's commanding you? Do all things without murmurings and disputings. That doesn't mean that you're not murmuring to your, to your neighbor. It means that you're not murmuring to God and disputing with God of what he has sent you to do. See, all of this has to do with your relationship with God. It doesn't have to do with your relationship with me or anyone else. It has to do with your relationship with God. That you may be found in his sight blameless and harmless, the sons of God. This is all about moving into the office of sonship. Where you become one with God, with Christ in the office of sonship. And you are found blameless and harmless. Galatians 4 said, And because you are sons, he hath sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. See? Where you can call him your dad or daddy is really what that means. Because you are sons, he has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. That was Galatians 4, 6. So we're dealing with the office of sonship. We're dealing with you becoming one in the office of sonship where you can get to the place where you say, I do nothing unless I see my father in heaven do it first. See, all of what he was in sonship has to do with what you are going to be as the son of God or the sons of God. And I had stated in one of the previous studies, and I'm going to state it again, that we have a series titled The Three Sons of God, and you need to hear it. And if you email me, go to the website, pastorvancemansfield.com. And if you email me, I want to send that to you totally free of charge. I'll make it available as an audio download and you can listen to it. And you you need to hear the three offices of sonship 
that he had fulfilled and why he had to take on the role of those different offices. And it's going to help you understand how you were grafted in to the Son of God, how you became a Son of God, and what your role as the Son of God is. And we're going to continue this study. I believe we have one more episode where we're going to get a little bit deeper into this, uh, not too deep, but a little bit deeper into this and help you try to understand a little bit more of your role. Some things that uh, maybe were not covered in that series. But if you listen to that series and this series and you and you unify the two, it's going to give you a very good outlook of why you have got to move into sonship and we will we will eventually get into what happens after sonship but for right now there are so many people that are that are caught up that aren't even uh, servants of God they're not even working for God let alone have moving moved into sonship or are moving into sonship to even get into some of that stuff so we are trying to take it slow to bring you along to where you need to be. Now, we can only do this based on your response. So if you have questions or if you feel like that this isn't deep enough for you, please write to us. We would love to hear what you wanted, would like to, us to study on. Uh, we, a lot of what we study comes from your questions and from your responses and different things like that. So please write to us and let us know what you're studying, what God's dealing with you on. And we would love to study along with you and maybe even help you come to a deeper understanding or a more clear understanding of the scriptures that you're studying. If you have any questions concerning what God is doing in your life, maybe we can help you with that. There, are, We have a whole team of ministers uh, here that can hear, help you. Uh, they, they all stay in tune with God, every one of them. I can't say enough good about them. Uh, and I want to encourage all of you to tune into our Tuesday broadcast uh, to, here in the Central Time Zone. Tuesday, every Tuesday, it's 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We go live on our website, and you can call in. All of the information is available on the website. Go to PastorVanceMansfield.com and look at the information. Go to the live stream page, and all of the information is available there on the live stream page. And we are going live every Tuesday and you need to hear those broadcasts. They are powerful broadcasts. We bring in guest ministers from all over the country. You need to hear those broadcasts. So tune in tomorrow for the next and I believe final broadcast on Sonship and listen to this message as we go off the air and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet, and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom 
And you can write to us, making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.